Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 77 of the Talking With The Dad podcast. After a one-week hiatus, it's been a long time since we've done one of those. Steve, how you feeling? I'm feeling pretty good, man. I can honestly tell you, man, I always look forward to doing the show, but uh, after the day that I had uh, at the school, yeah, I was ready. Okay. I, was, I was ready. I was ready. I was like, I need to come talk that crazy shit with Zach for about an hour and a half and then let my, br- my brain melt. I just call <laughs> my, my brain, my brine. So that'll let you know where I'm at. Oh, yeah. I know exactly <laughs> where you are. That's awesome. <laughs> but I'm, I'm doing good, man. I'm, I, I, I'm doing good. I, you know, I, I think I finally defeated my OCD. I don't even care about this, uh, this thing in my monitor. I'm not even looking at it. I'm doing so good. Not looking at it. I'm I talking think I about it right now. Um, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm, I'm not. I'm, I'm, I'm not. I'm, I'm not talking about. <laughs> Holy shit! Um, happy Thanksgiving to all the viewers out there. Obviously, Thanksgiving hey. just passed. If you're in the U.S. and you and you you do so partake. Uh, hope yes. everyone is Hope everyone is recovering. Um, yes. You want to hear a funny story from the other day? I haven't. I haven't told a funny story in a long time. I'm ready for it. So. As you know, I'm a big fan of iced tea. Uh, I think actually, like a lot of New York, a lot of New Yorkers are, right? I Wait, think, I think the thing. What? <laughs> a huge fan of a, a huge fan of iced tea. Not the wrapper, like the, the beverage. Oh, oh okay. Got you. I thought you were talking about ice. No, no, no. The, the, the drink, the drink, the drink. Right. So, okay. I was making some iced tea the other day, right? And it is okay. a process, right? You got to boil the water, yeah, and yeah, put the bag right, in, right. yeah, right. So, I have the water boiled. It's, I have a glass pitcher, right? right? And I've done it five, six, seven, eight times in this exact pitcher over the last two weeks. And I said, I said to my mom and my sister, I'm like, all right, you think I'm good? Because I'm afraid of it. I'm, af- I'm afraid of the fucking glass pitcher, okay? And I'm like, you guys think oh. I'm good? And they're like, yeah, dude, don't worry. You've done it how many times? I pour the water in, pitcher breaks, burn both my legs. I burned both of my legs making iced tea. <laughs> <laughs> Both of my legs. Now, the burns weren't that bad, okay? Yeah, right, I, I, right. I had pajamas on, and I vacated the pajamas within the first four seconds. So Wait, when you say vacate, I assume you mean you jumped out of them, not that you vacated your bowels. No, no, no. The like, they're, they're gone. <laughs> the pajamas were, were in a different room. I'm just standing there over boiling water in my underwear in the kitchen. <laughs> And everyone's like, oh my God, what just happened? I'm like, no, I'm good. And like my legs have spots, had spots this big on them that were like red, like bright red from burnt. So I'm like, like fucking ice on them and shit. We're good. We're good now. But yeah, I burned, bo- I burned both of my legs making iced tea. <laughs> Dude, ev- everything's dangerous in the kitchen. At Dude. every point while you're making something, you got to be on your guard, man. When I make cereal, what makes cereal? When I pour myself a bowl of cereal, in the yeah. Morning. When he's in there mixing the oats and bacon batches, I don't know what's gonna happen, bro. That spoon could end up inside a socket. Who knows what's gonna happen in the kitchen? You gotta be yeah. on your guard. Dude, I was, I was quick. I, I was quick. You know, I probably prevented myself from a solid second degree burn, but uh, I. So, I- I don't have any funny stories to open up with, but I do have to say that uh, it's time to switch the old desk around. So I've mounted the monitor. That's why you guys are able to see the artwork that I actually have hanging up. My my wife picked that piece out for me right there. It's great. It fits the, the problem, theme of the basement. Yeah, it does. Uh, the problem is now the mixer is way over there by itself. Okay. Looking looking lonely. I like the mic positioning now. I think Mike's I'm gonna have good. to move. 
I, I'm going to have to move everything over here. And I just want clear desk from this point forward. But here's one problem I'm having. I need to get an, uh, a longer arm. There's no way we're ever going to be able to play games or do a gaming with a dad episode if we ever choose to do that. I know the fans are clamoring for it. Uh, <laughs> all two and a half. <laughs> so why not? Here, here's the question. Why not? Okay, so if I move to where I actually comfortably play, uh huh, I'm over here. Okay, now pull the mic closer to you. No, no, Mike. So no, I no, no. Mike, Mike does something. It's not doing it now. You got to trust me on this, buddy. So the other day I was trying to play games. And I just had the mic where it would normally be yeah. if I was talking to you, and I noticed that the mic was slowly moving it's not away heavy from enough. my head. Okay, yeah, it's moving. So, so I'm thinking. I'm thinking about getting a uh, regular mic stand to put on the desk. I don't like those. Going. I don't like those. I think they're they're intrusive. Uh, they they, <laughs> they are. Like you you think you think that's hilarious? <laughs> they are. I promise. Um, your best bet is to get a, is to get a better is to get a different boom. Um, to get a different boom. Yeah. All right. Because like when it's like that, right? At least you can move your arms under it, right? And you can move yeah, your right, hands right, around right, and stuff. Right, right, like right, if you put a mic stand there, if you bump it, then you ruin the audio. Oh yeah, think that's a good point. Unless it's like uh, drilled into the desk, even then, then but it, w it wouldn't work. You'd have to have uh, like you'd have to have so uh, shock suppression, right? Because that you 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 touch it. Like I could touch this boom, and you don't hear anything probably. Um, and like if you do that with a mic that's standing on a on like a flat stand, it won't do that. You'll hear it. Man, I I gotta tell you, man, uh, this whole endeavor. I'm twenty thousand dollars in debt now, but I think welcome it's worth to the it. club. Welcome to the club. <laughs> One day it'll be worth it, my friend. One day it'll be worth it. I'm doing thirty nine subs. We're creeping our way. Oh, there. a million, million next year. Million next year for sure. Shout out to subscriber one hundred and thirty nine. We love you as if you were subscriber one. I can't remember who that was. If it was me or you, but I remember our first subscriber. I was like, oh, this is the thing. This is the thing that's happening. It was one of it was one it was it was either one of your alt channels or one of my alt channels. Yeah, for sure. But also, while I have you guys, uh, Zach already did a happy Thanksgiving. But shout out to the audio listeners, you guys, and the video watchers. We truly do appreciate every comment, every like, every share, whatever you're doing. Keep doing it. We do appreciate it. We do. We but, do. Uh, now that we got all the pleasantries out the way. I'm ready to shit on some people because you got some good topics here. And I assume that one of them made it on here. And the only time I ever jump past the preamble is when there's something on here that Zach has put on. And I was like, he said he was done talking about this person. So if they've made it back into our lineup and we don't have to go right into it, but I saw, I just realized yeah. he was on topic number there's one. A, there's a few <laughs> good topics. Um, that one in particular is pretty funny. Uh, right. In, in my opinion, it's very, very funny. But yeah, right. I, mean, I don't care. You could you could lead the show this evening. Uh, I'm not I'm not I'm, I'm not leading shit, man. I am mentally mentally I should not be speaking in front of a mic. <laughs> I'm as I feel like that every time I'm in front of a mic. <laughs> Dude, I'm as Dude, dangerous as the granddad from Duck Dynasty. You right think now. you think that's dangerous? <laughs> How dangerous do you think I was after 14 hours of streaming? Uh, I can I can I confess something to you? What's up? At some point, I'm always worried. <laughs> like your mental guards are all, are gonna go straight down, and then it's just gonna be like stream of consciousness of what you really think about people and scenarios. <laughs> and it's like it's a, it's almost like being in the school again. And like, so I, I feel like I know you well enough now to okay. know when you're faking it, and I know when you're not caring, so you're not gonna fake it. But you're just like, hey, this is a social setting. Mm -hmm. I don't want to get fired. 
So I'll do what I got to do to get through this moment. And then I know where you're faking it, but it's like I utterly loathe this person. And if I could be anywhere else but having this conversation with this person right now, that is the exact space I would be in. And to see that happen multiple times in the school and then the person come up and say, hey, man, I really like Zach, man. He's really chill. I want to be like, yeah, man, here's the problem, bro. He, he, yeah, yeah, yeah. He don't like you, man. <laughs> that never happened. No one ever pulled you aside and was like, "Yo, that, I like that kid." <laughs> no one. That never happened. Because <laughs> I'm okay. So like Steve says, like me faking it. I'm not very good at faking the uh, pleasantries and the and the uh, the little conversations. I'm very bad at that, actually. Uh, I'm usually pretty straightforward with people and and how they feel and how I feel about them. Uh, usually, it would be someone I, I would. I would get fired if I had any other opinion of that's usually when I start to fake it, quote unquote. So this is how it goes, right, folks? If you're, if you're still with us at this point, it breaks down like this. If Zach and I are in a business meeting scenario, Zach is the one who's going to scream at the proposition. I'm the one that's going to punch the person that made the proposition. And then we're both going to feel extremely bad because Zach's going to start kicking them while they're down after I punched him. And that's the way we do business here. At <laughs> Our last sponsor meeting went extremely well with uh, Jose Cuervo uh, tequila. They probably should not have given us so much tequila before the meeting, but Oof. we drank it because we're polite. Oof. I don't like tequila. <laughs> not a big fan. What? Not a big fan of tequila at all. Is it because you don't like the taste or what's going on? There? Don't like the taste. Don't that. like the taste. Don't okay. like the taste. Don't like don't like tequila. Don't like rum. Either, either uh, of them. Rum is one of those things, man. That's just like you know. You it has to be mixed. I, I it has to be mixed, yeah. but it's a, it's a it's a younger man's game. I always feel bad when I see older guys my age. You're, drinking no, you're rum right. You're right. You're right. Because <laughs> you, you progress past that to bourbon and whiskey and scotch somewhere. Yeah, yeah, you, something that's not going to make you attack the bouncer, right, or give your phone number out to the, the to the stripper. You once you get to my age, you, We've you been, need to drink. Uh, been there, been there. <laughs> that's why I always get so amazed that people get so tossed up on white claws. Like I, I thought this was just a lie, but I've watched enough videos on YouTube watching drunk on white claw hashtag. It takes. Drunk on white claw. It takes. <laughs> well, I mean, I haven't had alcohol since like. Well, seriously, I haven't had alcohol seriously since like Easter ish, right? Um, right. I've had maybe one beer here, one beer there, but nothing like I was drinking. Um, yeah. I, I bet you so. I bet you White Claws would fuck me up now. It was like I could I could drink a six pack easy of White Claws and be fine before. I bet you because I haven't had alcohol in so long. Like I bet you a White Claw fucks me up. Uh, you know what's funny, man? Uh, what's the what's the chick's name that does uh, Dana White's Contender Series? Uh, she's the uh, one of the announcers. Uh, Laura Sanko. Uh, yeah. She released a video. Uh, uh, she put up a picture of herself at a very nice looking bar over there in Abu Dhabi. And the shot in the caption was, yeah, I said seven white claws. What of it? And I live in fear of those type of people. right? <laughs> because maybe you don't know this about Laura Senko, but she has one real fight in MMA, which means she's done a lot of training prior to that real fight. Yeah, she um, yeah, 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 she has. She has. She fights, right. Yeah, she got pregnant. Mm -hmm. And then that was kind of like the end of she uh you know she makes a better announcer i actually think she's a good she's a good uh analyst i think absolutely i think she's gonna replace karen bryant i think once karen bryant's contract is up like yeah they're setting her up for that right she just did um did she just do uh commentary for invicta maybe yeah um yes. Yes. as like as like a replacement and she does all of the contender series stuff 
Um, yep. And she did a bunch of the Abu Dhabi stuff recently. So, yep. yeah, they're really setting her up. They, oh, man, I hate the UFC and I hate talking about them because I love them so much. Um, they, <laughs> they set up their talent better than their fighters. Oh, 100%. 100%. That's absurd to me. And if you are going for a career to be an analyst or if you try out and they like you, you're in. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, like they will do everything. Like Paul Felder's career after his career is amazing. Will be, yeah, and it is not, way better. And it will be way better once he decides to finally stop fighting. I mean, and it sets you up for so many other things like their their podcast. Obviously, uh, yeah. not Hawaii, uh, Kenny Florian kind of shot himself in the foot if you don't know the whole controversy behind uh kenny florian and why he's i believe he's not on espn with the rest of them now mm -hmm. uh come check us out on monday because that's typically when we talk about these things in depth but do a little research first <laughs> because it's, it's interesting he's the okay. only one that didn't make it over to espn and i was like why is this yeah. and i went back and i did some research and i found it out but i think they do a good job of developing their talent and they do a good job of cutting them off when they don't have the talent for it obviously michelle waterson not cut out for this that, yeah that kind of I, man some people are some people aren't right that, yeah. that's kind of that's kind of the opinion there but um uriah faber hilarious with snoop dogg did you ever watch contender series season one no no oh. is it worth a watch <laughs> I mean, the fights are great. Uh, so there was a, you know, they had this sideshow they did where Snoop Dogg and Uriah Faber would commentate on the fight, but it was separate from the normal. Yeah, I remember <laughs> this. I remember this. And they could not stop talking about Laura Senko. And to the point where it was like, that's probably why they canned it. Because, you know, Snoop has no public filter. And he's he just doesn't, like, oh, He doesn't yeah. need to. He doesn't need to. You have Snoop money. You're good. You know? <laughs> I say what I want when I want to. Yeah, yeah, he does. You know, like Elon could, could do that, right? Like Bezos could do that. Like these guys could do that. Yeah. You know, it's crazy. Elon Musk surpassed Bill Gates as the second richest man in the world. That must burn you up on the inside because, because Tesla stock is so inflated, dude. <laughs> Tesla Tesla fucking stock is so inflated that yeah. Elon is now one of the richest guys is the second richest guy in the world. It's insane. Oh, you you uh, you want to hear something extremely insane? Uh. I have no empirical empirical data to back this up, but Linus seems to agree with me, so that's good enough for me. The Google, the new Chromecast, is the Nvidia Shield TV in a smaller package, minus the ability to be able to stream certain games, and they're selling it for fifty bucks. Now I have multiple Chromecasts. I like all of my Chromecasts. I, I love the. Chromecast I used one too. today and yesterday. I tried to get into the beta testing, and I tried to get the Google Glasses beta testing. They just would not send it to me. I tried that last week, and they're like, sir, this has been expired for five years. <laughs> like we killed the last person that had a pair, and uh, that's that. <laughs> but what, 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 what do you want to kick it off with first, buddy? What do I don't you care, go man. I don't care. Do you want to get the doc stuff? I keep pulling up the wrong thing. You want to get the doc stuff out of the way? Yeah, let's get the doc stuff out of the way. So... Recently, that was a great pause. I know, I know. I, I gotta give you a pause there. So recently, Doc has come out and said, "Doctor Disrespect for people who don't know, huge inside the gaming community. I know we have some non-gamers uh, who watch. Um, huge, huge personality inside the gaming community. I would say top five. Um, came out recently and said that mobile gamers just aren't real gamers. Now again." This is the third time he said yeah, this. Yeah, multiple times, multiple times. So now the yeah. entire mobile gaming community is after him. Uh, he, <laughs> he, streams on, he streams on YouTube, 
And even even Fwiz, Fwiz, who's the head of Google, global head of Google Gaming, said that like you know he's like listen this guy I don't know what the guy's name is because he's a mobile gamer so it's not important. Um, he, he even came out and said that he's like hey this person right here streams off of his phone and does and does more more viewership than you so like you know like, like w w what gives now one of them um, recently came out and was like hey okay hundred grand one v one on Call of Duty Mobile. You play on your PC, I'll play on my phone. We'll see who wins. A hundred thousand. I don't. I don't think Doc responded. I don't think Doc. I don't think Doc said anything. Um, I could try to pull up tweets, but uh... <laughs> so this is an interesting subject matter to me because you know I don't really have a dog in this fight. I'm kind of in this moment. This would be one of the few moments if Zach said "f these guys," I'm like, yeah. F them. <laughs> <laughs> But the fact the fact of the matter is, like, there are I know there are content creators who uh, stream completely off their phone and they stream their their mobile games off their phone. I, I'm I'm just gonna go out on a limb here, man. He yeah he did not respond. He said one v one on COD Mobile, hundred grand, hundred thousand dollars by the way. And this guy this guy can support it. You on your PC and I'll play on mobile. This is what this is what Doctor Rizzo tweeted tweet was. I've got three state of the art monitors. Three three. Oh, hold on. I've got three state-of-the-art, one millisecond, speed color calibrated monitors staring at me. A keyboard with Titan Switch optical keystrokes. I don't know what that. I don't, he doesn't know what that means. Not, that doesn't mean anything to me. And a mouse that weighs literally nothing, backed by a two hundred thousand dollar multiple PC setup, which again is way overinflated, but it's part of his character. And you have the guts to Wait, tell how, me how, how much was how much he was said two hundred thousand multiple oh, multi PC setup. But like if it's 20,000, I'd be surprised. Uh, and you have the guts to tell me mobile gaming is a serious thing. That's what he, that's what his tweet was. And Ferg, <laughs> and this guy named Ferg, um, yeah. which I, I'm surprised Fergie doesn't have the Ferg at, at Ferg. Uh, this guy does though. One v one and Kyle mobile hunter grant. Um, and this is also where, where Fwiz, Fwiz said, um, and uh, no brew is pulling four times a live viewership than you just playing from his phone. Which yeah, which is a little okay. which is a little out of what Fwiz's normal comfortability is on Twitter because again he's the head he's the global head of Google Gaming, right? right. This guy has a this guy has a, a successful career path inside of um inside of Alphabet, uh, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, here's the thing. Here's the thing, right? So this would be the equivalent of someone punching down, right? Even though I know you know maybe Doc's viewership isn't up to it, but Doc is a a branded name. He's had his troubles recently. Obviously, he's yeah, taken some financial taken some financial hits. I obviously, uh, honestly, I'm really surprised with how he was able to bounce back. But Doc is literally one step away from being a real household name, like transcending the genre that brought him to us. Right? Like there are more people who recognize Doc and Ninja outside of the sphere of just streaming mm -hmm. than we like than we care to think. And I think that uh, this would be a bad move on Doc's part because, one, it's like John Jones taking the fight with Stylebender, right? If you win, it's like, okay, you won. We expected you to win. But mm -hmm. if you lose, you create this entire narrative, yeah. and it's a sad. But here, a here's, the issue, here's the issue with the one-to-one -one idea, right? Doc isn't right. a competitive player and never yeah. has been. And this guy's a competitive uh, COD mobile player. Right. So, like, he has his shit dialed, right? And Doc would have to learn yeah, yeah, yeah. Call of Duty Mobile. It's different. Uh, no, it's absolutely. just, it's 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 not a good look for Doc to not even say anything back. You know, in you my opinion, because because his character is the guy who who was the one says. who said something last. 
you know yeah. like that is that is a lot of his character and for him to have not even responded to this it almost looks like a bitch move so here's the thing right uh about pc moves and bitch moves man uh as long doc i think doc is one of those guys like hate me love me but as long as you're talking about me type of situation because now that means that's his character and now all the trolls are going to come to his show uh come to his channel they're obviously he not had to stop. he had to put his chat in members only chat because there were so many trolls in there yeah but the traffic on his channel went up again, right? So the conversation about Doc is more relevant than it was before. And you're right. That's actually a really great point about him not being a competitive player. And he never has been. Bottom, never has been. He never never has been. But here's the bottom line, right? Stay in your lane, guys. Like, if someone says something crazy to me, like, really, we joke. We joke on the show a lot. Mm -hmm. We just had a great we had a great skit about violence. But when I go out to get food, someone says something crazy, I think in a millisecond, I'm like, just stay in your lane, bro. Like, all right, I'll be every word that you just called me, but I'm not going to jail tonight. And there's a very <laughs> real reason why I'm not going to jail tonight, right? And I just shut my mouth and I yeah. complain about it when I get home to my wife. If you're the best of the best in mobile gaming on a competitive level, who cares what Doc says? Dude? Right, right, right. And especially <laughs> when, when you're pulling the viewership that these guys do, right? They exactly. do pull, they do pull bigger viewership than than Doc. Right, and, and there's a reason for that, though. We'll get into that in a second. But go ahead. I think it's more accessible. Mobile gaming exactly. is much more accessible, and it's much easier for everyone to get into mobile gaming and inside of PC gaming. Yeah. I understand. I, I understand. Yeah. Shout out Tom in the chat. Um, <laughs> I I totally I totally understand that. Um, but I, dude, it, it's like, it's how many controversies you're going to get yourself in. You know, at some point, if he's talking about mobile gaming that bad, and that's a huge revenue source for YouTube, it really yeah. truly is. Some of the biggest streamers on YouTube are mobile gamers. Actually, the biggest streamers on YouTube are mobile gamers. Right. You're going to get yourself kicked off the platform. You know, you have to worry about that. He's not signed exclusive there. He doesn't have like an, yeah. an exclusivity contract. You know, he's going to yeah. he's going to get forced to go somewhere else again. You know, and it's easy to get people to go from Twitch to YouTube, especially if it's Doc and he has this huge Absolutely. name. But if he's forced to go to, I don't know, Trovo or something, this new streaming or platform Facebook. that's coming or Facebook. Right. That's going to be a hard sell. You know, you Actually, could not get me to click on a Facebook gaming link. You couldn't. You couldn't. You could not get me to click on this Trovo thing. I have theories about this Trovo. I don't know if you've heard anything about it. I have theories. Uh, oh, it's spyware. It's it's collecting data. It's it's the, the Trojan horse. I, all of those things. Oh, it's not even anywhere near my theory, uh, nor <laughs> nor will I get into it on air. Um, but but yeah, he has to be careful. You know, when he was on Twitch, he could say some stuff, right? Yeah. You know, he, him and him and Tim could go back and forth. Had, him and Ninja because he had security, yes. right? He doesn't yeah. have that on YouTube, and YouTube is is has on many occasions deplatformed people. You know, right. and I don't think Doc is above that. No, he 100%. He's not above it. I the pushback I would give is that at this point in his career, we're talking about a man who's basically swinging from the yeah, he's just swinging from the fence at this point. A better way to say it, he's doing the rope a dope and I think that he needs to pull in as much interest as possible. I really really do believe that Doc's star power does transcend these actual numbers. So if he goes to Facebook gaming, I expect them to see it. He's going to see it. They're going to see a spike like they've never seen before. Sure, I agree. On Facebook gaming, it's going to pump up to about 75,000 for the first, let's give it five weeks. Let's uh -huh. be liberal. 
sure. and give it five weeks, and then it'll drop down to a normal thirty-two thousand, high forty thousand yeah. every every stream or so. I agree with you. He could get deplatformed over this, but at the same time, goddamn, I'm trying not to curse because my kid is here. This is that bitch shit I'm talking about. So you're gonna de if they did deplatform him over this type of stuff, you gotta either make a rule, a hard rule that stands where it's like. You can step into the arena, and you're either you're either willing to deal with comes next, or you're not. But you can't protect yeah. people. There are no safe spaces on the internet. Mm -hmm. That's just for UCLA, bro. <laughs> like yeah. you don't get a safe space on the internet. You open your mouth. So let's say Doc does come back, and he's like, you know, you do do more viewerships than me, but I'll whoop that ass in a game and physically in person. You can't deplatform. He's a big that. dude. He's a big dude. Oh. I'm walking by. Me and you get into an argument with Doc, and I'm like, Zach, get in the freaking car. He's, Let's go. You know, he's, he's like six foot eight. Dude, you ever seen his arms? He's a, he, gotta, he was a D1 basketball player. Look, you got to embrace reality. I was at the school the other day, and some I told someone right to their face. I'm like, you see that guy right there? He comes over here looking for problems. I'm talking it out. Everything <laughs> but trying to fight this guy. Yeah. I'll fight him if I have to, but you just got to be real about this. Yeah. And I just, I get. I get sick of this space where it's like, so if they deplatform, then what? So you set the precedent. It's a bad now precedent. It's a bad precedent. But, you know, if he's hurting their interest at some point, like, you know, if, if him talking shit is is taking viewership away, taking money out of pockets of of other the top top signed streamers to the platform, then at that point yeah. he becomes he becomes an issue. Right. And, no. and sometimes issues need to be dealt with. You know, if. And that's the if, huge thing. That, that's the huge thing. I think the streaming is much akin. I've made this comparison in private when you and I have talked very much to early hip hop. The disses really help the platform. Like people going back and forth really helps any platform they're on because people are literally jumping out of chat to go see what the next person is saying about the other person. But if you, yeah. unless you're going to make some hard rule where you're just like, hey, so this is an agreement that you have to come to where we just won't have you disparaging, verbally bullying anyone. That's a thing platform. that Twitch makes you sign. If you're a partner streamer on Twitch, you can't like you you, you can't uh, talk bad about other partnered streamers. Right. So I, I don't know if YouTube is the same way that. or not. I, I don't know if YouTube is the same way or not. No. So like like you so like the Tim and Ninja thing or whatever, like when they're like arguing back and forth with their friends, but like if you're a partner streamer, you can't say like, "Hey, Summit One G, uh, that guy's in, that guy's this, that guy is that." I'm, I'm a fan of Summit, so like whatever, you know, landmark, right? You know, you you can't say like these bad things about these people. Like that's an right. agreement that you have. You can't talk bad about other partner streamers. Ah oh, man, I can't. I, I got to tell you, man, I can't, I can't live in this world anymore. I don't know how you make it on a day to day basis. Pretty soon, we're all going to be signing agreements where it's just you can't say anything. You can't threaten to beat anyone up. What type of world are we living in now, bro? Like, yeah, it, it's the companies protecting their interests, right? And that's essentially what it boils down point. to. Um, yeah, it's. But, but see, oh, man. All right, all right. I get what you're saying. I cannot disagree with the facts that you are laying out. If you would just allow me for a second to step over to this side of the conversation, but are these actually assets that are protected? Are all these people signed to exclusive contracts? Right, a lot and then of the is, top is, guys are. And that's, that's what they're worried about, right? They're not worried about some 500 viewer versus some 250 viewer drama, right? Like, so right. like two partner streamers at that size. They're worried about the 50,000 viewer Nick Merckx, you know, saying, hey, listen, we don't like Tim the Tapman anymore. We Tim did this to us. Tim did that to us. He's a bad guy. He's this. He's that. 
right? They don't want 50,000 versus 45,000. That's what they don't want, right? Because that is that is now that is now an issue with their interests because Nick Merckx is pulling in 30,000 subs, which is how much money a month for, for Twitch. It's 100 grand a month for Twitch or whatever it is, right? So yeah. that's a huge revenue source. You know, Nick Merckx alone probably pays for a lot of the server hosting, <laughs> you know, like his Twitch, his Twitch stuff or his subs pay for a lot of the server hosting, I would imagine. Yeah, but if, if if we're following that logic, so if it's about the bottom line, then they obviously would not have an issue if this drama somehow increased revenue, right? But it w I don't know if it would, right? That's the issue. No, we, we but don't, I, it, but hy hypothetically. Hypothetically, if it increases revenue, no one gives a fuck about anything. <laughs> Let's be right. fair. Let's be fair, right? Like, again, right. no no publicity or uh, bad publicity is good publicity, right? Like, right. It's, it's that same thing, but... Yeah, I, uh, I, you know what? Let's talk about the mobile gamers. I don't want to disrespect you guys, even though I feel as if though I could take most of you in a one-to-one -one combat. Even I, I've turned over a new leaf, by the way. I'm not, I'm not into the violence anymore. But if it came down to it, I could be since when? <laughs> since last week, bro. I thought we established this. Okay, right, right, right. But let, let's talk about the mobile gaming scene. How much do you know about it? It's, it's enormous. It's the it's the biggest gaming scene by a wide margin. It's okay. uh, in, insanely profitable. Um, the the competitions do the highest viewership other than like League of Legends Worlds. Um, highest average concurrent viewer is probably a is probably a mobile gamer of some sort. Absolutely. Wow. It's because it's huge overseas. Right. Um, okay. Yeah. In China, India, like all of those places, it's huge overseas. That's why when PUBG PUBG Mobile was banned in India. That was a that was a thing. That was like a huge thing because yeah. it was like the the highest played mobile game in India or something, right? Like there's hundreds of millions of people play mobile games on a, on a competitive or somewhat competitive um, level, and that's that's where it is. It is it is enormously profitable. That that's it's insane to me. Uh, so let me ask you a follow up question. So people build their PC to spec to deal with the games that they're playing. So what are is everyone buy out buying these Azrock phones now? Like what what's your best phone for a mobile game? Like what's the what, what, iPad? What are they, iPad, okay. Yeah, all right. I, in the iPad realm, um, no, because because that's why it's accessible, right? Okay. It's it's made it's designed to run on this on this uh, you know less than you know a subpar platform, right? Because phones are subpar platforms compared to computers. Let's be fair, but your average phone has like six gigs of RAM now. You know, like there's not yeah. a performance issue, right? I was playing yeah, yeah. Team Fight Tactics, which is like a, a League of Legends sub game, on my phone the other night. You know, like you could play things on phones just fine, and a lot of people do, and it's the most accessible platform. Man, it's crazy. Uh, so here's here are my words to to Doc. He needs to respond, right? I no, I, he doesn't need to respond. I would like for him to respond to this. But it's not going to go anywhere, right? So this is just going to be a, a nice little drama piece to talk about for a little while. If you're a mobile gamer and you're sweating with Doc is saying, let me just remind you of what other people have said about Doc in the past. Who cares? Who cares? <laughs> like, who cares what this character this character says online about your profession? Unless you honestly feel insecure in some way, shape, or form. Uh, yeah, I, I think I, the, I, I think what the guy wanted to get across was that it's legit. Right. Like there's there's yeah. an issue with it being delegitimized compared to like even consoles to some extent compared to PC. Right. They're like, oh, you play yeah, on a console. Yeah, yeah. I do that all the time. Yeah. Um, but that's just the, but that's just the part of it. This is what I'm talking about. Feel free to stop me, bro. That's just a part of the subculture. Obviously, people who like 
punk rock say that proto-punk sucks, right? Mm-hmm. People who like proto-punk say that skater punk sucks. People who like hip-hop says, you know, they say Drake sucks, which is true. That's true. Yeah. That's just fact. (laughs) So there's no arguing that. (laughs) So a a little bit of a a little bit of numbers for you here on this, right? Because I I love you. I love your point. I really do. Mobile games made up about sixty percent of global game market share in 2019. Sixty percent, right? How many of those grandmas playing Candy Crush? uh, Probably a lot. I I don't know. I don't have that broken down for me. Generating forty nine billion dollars in revenue and sixteen point nine billion dollars in profit. Wow. That is that is more than Disney made last year. Dude, I, I'm not taking advantage of my phone the way I, sh- I I could be, right? Like You need to be playing video games on your phone at any given moment ever. <laughs> like at the counter. You could be school, you like, could be maxed on RuneScape right now if you just played on mobile. <laughs> Dude, I remember when Marvel uh, Ultimate Alliance came out on uh <laughs> for the phone and people were playing it. I was on the train one day and I'm like hell's happening right now i literally literally looked around and i'm like why is everyone playing video games on their phone it's not for me right i need a a joystick i but i'm not going to disrespect anyone unless you know you disrespect us i don't yeah dude just live your lives man billions of dollars doc is literally fighting to keep 20 million dollars not even I, i bet you he doesn't even make 10 out of it but no doc is fighting for relevancy Right, yeah. like Doc will always have ten or twelve thousand viewers, but he doesn't want to be the two hundred and fifty thousand to ten thousand viewership that Ninja is, right? And I think mm-hmm. I think that to him is worse than never having streamed again. Um, is to, is to come is to become like a mediocre mid subpar mid tier streamer. Uh, and for me, I haven't even watched his content since he went to YouTube. I don't even know. I, I'm sure his. I'm it's sure great. his. I'm sure it's. I'm sure it's fine. I'm sure it's the same as what yeah. it was when he was on Twitch, but. Yeah. At some point, he'll have to evolve, adapt, overcome, or leave. And yeah. that's kind of where we are, I think. And I think uh, people are going to get older the doc shtick pretty quick. Yeah. Um, I, the same way that his YouTube channel did years ago. People got over that really quick, and he went to make some pretty shitty maps in Advanced Warfare. Um, and <laughs> then, you know, his back is is huge. So... Uh- I mean, here's the bottom line, right? I really do. I feel for him in this sense where a lot of things probably got put on hold because of the whole Twitch situation. Obviously, some things didn't. Some things didn't. Like his road company sponsorship went through fine. Obviously, the G Fuel stuff, I believe that's stuff. I don't know, man. That's obviously that revenue is coming through. NBA players have no problem playing with him. You know, hip hop artists have no problem playing with him. But he does need to evolve. He's one of five people that have transcended game yeah. right him swamp nade shot ninja and probably tim the tap man are the only yeah. people that i could think of that have actually legitimately transcended gaming yeah but here's the thing he has i don't know this just outside looking in he hasn't diversified to the point where a ninja has you can shit on ninja all you want but he's making money outside of the platform on levels that i don't even want to know you know, exactly. he has shoe deals, shoe, yes. shoe deals. He has clothing in in Walmart. Yeah, tons of his the pop. Yeah, he's doing he's doing well. Ninja and Ninja's the, viewership has dropped significantly. Right. Let's be fair. Down to like yeah. down to like ten thousand viewers an average stream. There but are people who would kill for ten thousand. I would literally. <laughs> I'm not going to say what I would do, but just know that it's the most heinous thing you could think of times three. 
<laughs> and then I'd make sure you were dead after he did it to you. I'm like, we gotta get these. Oh no. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, I, I get you, your point is extremely on time because it needs to be it needs to be said. When people make that type of crossover into that type of curse commercial uh success, they typically see typically see a dip in their hardcores. You see it in every subculture and every genre. The minute you become relevant outside of that genre people stop messing with you yeah. what is tom saying in the chat that's got you smiling like that <laughs> uh all right so let's move on past this um, let's get out of here let's get ready get, get ready with the timestamp. prepare it i hope all you're right. ready right I, now what, what just give me the topic number so i can be on so the right thing three and two are connected right we're gonna go okay. over monday night stream into into tuesday morning uh and then we're going to talk about world of warcraft shadowlands week one um okay so we're going to do that in that order so no show monday obviously um actually you know what i think we needed a break i think that was good um yeah. I, I think we had done so many so many weeks in a row that yeah. uh that it was good and yeah so <laughs> i fired the intern well again. no i i just noticed that on um on this PC, it says episode 76, but on the recording PC, it says episode 77, and that bothered me. So the live stream thinks it's 76, what's that, extra 77. Um, so we stream, I streamed Shadowlands for 14 hours, World of Warcraft for 14 hours. It was a casual 14-hour okay. stream. Um, it was a good time. It was a, it was a really, really good time. I had a lot of fun. Wait, 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 wait. That, you, you don't just jump in and jump out like that. I know it was a good time. I know it was a lot of fun. How would you know? You weren't there, Steve. All right. So let, let, let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> I was participating in the chat, and then I, my beloved three-year-old said, no, nah, this is not happening tonight, old man. But it was good to see you uh, streaming again. So here's the thing you folks don't know, right? On top of just putting Zach down at every chance I get, right? Because I like to keep him down and grounded to earth. I actually enjoy I enjoy watching him stream. I was more excited about him streaming on the channel than he was. And leading up to it, I just like every day I'm like, hey buddy, it's gonna happen. It's happening soon. Super excited. Yep. Can't rock, but you you know, I, I'm a fan. I, I, I enjoy the work. I enjoy you, Cash, and Tom. Daft Meat. Shout out to Daft Meat in the uh in the chat. Only sure. real only streamers I will sit down and watch more than an hour. Okay. Bottom line. The question I have for you, though, man, how did it feel to be streaming again? And how did it feel to be streaming some of your favorite stuff? You know, I have I only ever streamed my favorite stuff, to be fair, right? I really right. only ever streamed RuneScape or screwing around on Forza or, or like screwing around on games, right? And that's what I like to do the most. So it was kind of it was kind of par for the course. No, it was interesting, right? I had to learn YouTube because, um, you know, I don't know how to I don't know how to moderate a chat in YouTube. I, like all the stuff that I know that's natural for me on Twitch. I had to relearn right. how to do on YouTube. So, no, it was it was good. Right. It, it was fun to be streaming again. Um, you know, I, my goal of the night was to hit 60 in World of Warcraft, go to level 50 or 60. I did that. It just happened to be at quarter to eight in the morning after um, <laughs> during that during that 13 hour, 55 minute stream. I think it was just shy of 14 hours, but I couldn't bring myself to do it anymore. Um, I could have I could have went longer, to be fair. Right. I, I could have okay. went a full poly 24 hours. Pretty easy. I only had two monsters throughout the night so and actually i think one was before so i only had one monster throughout the entire so i had i had eight eight nine ten more whatever it was you know i could have got real hyped up but no it was good to be streaming again it was uh it was interesting it's weird to do it on youtube for sure 
Um, it's weird to do it without graphics because I don't have like I didn't have like oh, talking with the dad right. stuff made up. Um, right, I just right, right, I just right, right, didn't right. do it because it was only going to be a one time thing. So I just like threw my webcam in there without like a little border without any graphics or anything. So yeah, it was good. It was good. I, I gotta be honest with you. I was really surprised that you didn't stream more. I was like, this is definitely going to be the bug that gets him into it. I'm going to turn on YouTube and turn on YouTube. I'm going to turn on my computer and then you're going to already be up there. Just like huh, 48 hours in. <laughs> um, you know, I really thought I was going to, um, but here's, here's the issue with, with week we one for this expansion is that they, okay. they time gated a lot of stuff. Right. And not in a, not in a terrible way, they didn't want everyone to be so far ahead of the people who couldn't play. Um, okay. And I could have been, right? Like, I, I did all the stuff. I, I slept until, like, 1 p.m. or something. I got up at 1, okay. and then I just kept playing, right? And I played super late the following night, too. Oh, you know what? Actually, I would have streamed more if I didn't have a doctor's appointment on Wednesday. You know, okay. I would have streamed 24 hours, but, like, I feel like if I would have done that, I would have just slept through my doctor's appointment. And that's not a good that's not a good look. So, nah, it's you know, if no doctor's appointment on Wednesday, I probably would have streamed for at least 24 hours. Um, but I'm done with everything week one, essentially, other than the stuff really? that I physically can't do. Right. I play okay. a mage, right, which is a very, very, like, squishy character. So the way that the armor system works in the game, that like the more armor you have, the less you get hit. And mages just don't have armor. Like, I have 200 armor where, like, a paladin would have 600. Right. So, like my my damage mitigation is like i take five percent less than base damage so if say something was gonna hit me for two thousand i take five percent less than that where a, okay. a, a paladin or something would take 25 percent less than that um all right so it's hard for me to do things solo and i can't like there's the things in the game right now like the, some of the some of the later end stuff that, that we could do already it's called torgast does it's nonsensical right it doesn't mean anything but what it is, is it's an endless dungeon that you could do and you go through floors and you go like so you go to like one so you go to floor one and it's six stages and then you fight a boss and then you go to floor two and it's six stages and you fight a boss and it gets progressively harder right i did floor one no issues didn't die like I, I did it really well go to do floor two and i can't kill the boss on floor two because it just has too much health and i get hit for too much so like i oh, yeah. need i need another person there with me to be able to do the stuff. So I, I'm, I'm stuck where I am right now until someone else gets caught up to me or, or I have a friend or something that could, that could help me through it. Wait, where's Shane at right now? What's what level Shane, is he on? 55 or something. I think he either 55 or 56. And that's when he got okay. off. Like stuff he had to work the next day. Right. So like he played with me until like midnight, 1am, something like that. And then he had to work. So. Wait, let me ask you. All right. I'm going to treat you like an official interview. Are you ready to be treated that way? I don't, I don't have a tie on. Is that okay? Yeah, that's fine. Okay. Um, Should I get a tie? So, no, no, please don't. <laughs> Compare, <laughs> let's get right to the hard stuff first, and then we'll work our way through the fan-friendly stuff. Surely. Compare any disappointments out the gate, you know, any expectations not met by this game. Oh, man. Um, no, I didn't have huge expectations going into it. Um, okay. World of Warcraft tends to do this thing where it's like, Good expansion, bad expansion. Good expansion, bad expansion. And Battle for Azeroth, which is the pre which is the expansion that we just came out of, was arguably the worst expansion that they had ever done. Um, okay. So we're okay. We're we're swinging back, but there's not a very high bar, right? It's a very low bar as to how good the game is going to be. And I thoroughly enjoyed the leveling process. So what they did instead of making it say so like 
the areas in the game are called zones, right? And in this, it's it's linear. You go to Bastion first, you're there until level 53, and then you go to Maldraxxus, and then you're there until 55, and then you go to Ardenweld, and you're there until 58, and then you go to Revendreth, and you're there until 60. And that the okay. leveling process literally worked out to be that. I mean, you know, like I, I needed to do some side quest here. Actually, what took me so long to level is when I hit 57, I was solo at this point. So everything's a little bit harder to do. Um, Shane's character does a lot of damage uh, along with mine. We both do super, super high, high damage. So it's really good when there's two of us. We just we melt okay. things. But I'm solo. I, I, I can't tank things. And I hit level 57. And then the 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 quest lines of the campaign was like, all right, for the next part of it, you have to be level fifty eight, and then it didn't give me anything to do, right? So I had okay. to I had to make up an entire level, which took me almost two hours in the middle of the stream, right? I would have been probably forty five to an hour faster if I didn't have to do that, right? So that was an issue, um, but it was it's great, right? All the zones have their own feel to them. They all feel different. They all feel unique. They all feel like they're some of the best zones World of Warcraft has ever had. Okay. So obviously, I know not to ask the story question. No, the story's <laughs> fantastic. It, it, I didn't. I didn't. Oh, watch, really? I, didn't watch, okay. I didn't watch any of the cutscenes because I was trying to rush through it. Uh, yeah, but yeah. my next character that I bring through it, I will absolutely watch every single one of the cutscenes because the story is actually very interesting. Okay. Well, that. I wasn't prepared for that. I feel like Joe Biden showing up in breakfast is actually made and on the table for me. Um, next question. Sure, sure, sure. Is this game something that you feel like you can walk someone through? Like, is it yeah. the type? So for me personally, whenever I get a new game, a game that I'm into, I don't want to walk anyone through it yet, right? You're going to have to give me a little bit to really get acquainted with the game. But is it so much fun that where you're like, hey, man, I just want to play this with any person that's willing to play it with me. Yeah, I'd play it with anybody. Um I I had a really I have a really good time with Shadowlands. Um yeah, I would I'd welcome to play with a bunch of people. I would start new characters, I'd grab one of my already I have like four or five I actually might have six more characters that are at level 50 waiting to be brought through the Shadowlands. So I'd be okay. more than happy to do that with other people. Yeah, it'd be fantastic. Now, let's talk about what you really loved about the game. Right. It's easy to say this is this could have been better. This could have been worse. This was enjoyable. Was there ever a moment where you got transported to that place that we all hope to get to as gamers, or at least in my estimation, we all hope to get to? We were like, man, I am actually having fun. I'm not faking it. I'm not just saying this in the Discord to make other people feel better. And I'm not going toxic. Like, I am actually remembering why I played video games. Did you get to that place at all playing this? Yeah. Every time you entered one of the new zones, because of how different it was compared to the last zone that you were in, it was one of those sure. moments. It was like, wow, this nice. is this is great. You go to Ardenweld and you get through the first like first like series of quests and you get to like the main questing hub and you're like, this is legitimately like a beautiful area in the game, right? Like wow. this is something that it's like I even stopped because because my friend Joe was in the call and he was watching the stream. I'm like, dude, just watch, look at this for a second. And I'm like looking around the area and um. It's it's a legitimately like nice and beautiful area of the game, and it was fantastic. Yeah, absolutely. There was multiple times that that had happened. See, I, I think that's one of the things that's missing from games a lot of times. Like, we, it, it seems like games are very transactional nowadays. Like, we all buy them, and it's like I expect this, and this better yeah. happen. And when it doesn't happen, it gives us content to obviously shit on the Avengers. But <laughs> oh. the one, <laughs> one thing we I, I want to see more from my friends is that they're actually enjoying these games that they've waited for quite some time to play. 
Is there anything you would have changed thus far or improved upon? Um, you know, it's hard to say. Um, I, I'm not a, I'm not a game designer, not a level designer, right? You know, I think some of the some of the, like the the enemies in like the regular overworlds are a little strong. Um, okay. And now this is coming from the point of the weakest class in the game, um, as as far as health and being able to take damage. Um, but I feel like some of the enemies are a little bit strong in the overworld because I, I do that, but then I go to Torghast, where I'm fighting enemies that have the same amount of health and they're very similar enemies, and I'm able to kill them faster, right? And I take okay. less damage from them. So I feel like some of the stuff in the overworld is a little strong, and some of the stuff in dungeons is a little weak. So I might that just that's just balancing issues though. Um, yeah, I don't know the the the, the linear questing experience is very nice. Right. When you're like, right. okay, we're in this area from here till here, and then we're going to the next area, and we're going to, it's always something to look forward to, right? Right. Whereas old WoW, it's like, okay, well, I'm gonna play through this expansion and then we're gonna be at max level and we're just gonna wait. You know, like it was always like, okay, so like fifty-two to fifty-five is end of Bastion and all the way through Maldraxxus, and then I get to Ardenweld, right? What's in Ardenweld, right? Like we don't know. Right. I didn't do any like research on the zones beforehand. I did some research on, on how I could. Oh, do you went in cold. Just so oh, nice. I, went, I always do in games. I, I always try to. Okay. I did some research on how I could level faster. Um, but it, it really, you know, if I would have had Shane with me for the entire time, we would have finished four hours earlier, probably. Um, okay. Then solo because we were cruising. At one point, we like. Uh, so like the way that the servers work as a realms and me and Shane are on two different realms with, with the characters. So we're we're on a phase that's kind of in between both. We were ahead of the pack. Like we were at one point probably the first five or six people in the new area, right? Oh wow. We were really far ahead of the pack, and then we got stuck on a quest and everyone caught up to us, and then Shane left and then I was behind. Um because okay. I had to do everything solo. So like, yeah, it was a it was a good time. It was a it was a really, really good time. You know, that's good. I <laughs> This just proves something to me, right? And get ready for my soapbox. You just described my soapbox. <laughs> you just described a game launch, a game being released that was playable to the point of enjoying. Hold on, oh, hold on! I didn't say this. the The way that they released the game is the single coolest thing I've ever seen in gaming ever. Did I tell you this already? No. So we were so we logged into the game at three thirty. Right, the the game wasn't the the expansion wasn't going to release until six, right? We're at three thirty. Shane wanted to do some catch up. Fine. Five thirty rolls around. We're we can't even teleport back to the Horde City, right? Because because there's so many people there. I have a picture of it somewhere that there's legitimately ten thousand people phased in and just standing there on their mounts ready to go. Six o'clock rolls around. Servers don't restart a little quest pops up and everyone grabs it and they're off to the new zone. They didn't, they didn't, they didn't have to re they didn't have to reset the servers. They didn't have to like roll anything out. It was and go. And it was one of the coolest things I've ever seen. Dude, you know what though, man, when I think about wow, just from my brief experience, man, uh, playing it and, uh, it's, it's a shame. It just kind of died the death of me enjoying something, but not having the time to do it. It really is that, that world, that universe that you want a game to be right yeah. it's everything i want to get like there's a, a huge open map 
They're a huge quest. I'm not so bothered by the graphic details and all that stuff, but there's just so much to do. Sure. And just thinking about that one opening moment where everyone is at the start line. It was like, if you watch the beginning no. of the stream, um, probably about 30 minutes of the stream. We started about 5:30. So I watched about 30 minutes yeah. of the stream. You hear you, you, like everyone's like, "All right, when does this start?" When, and then you see the chat going like in game. We well, can't see because my face is over it, but I can see it. The in game chat is going. It's like, who do we talk to? Who do we talk to? Who do we talk to? And then a little quest <laughs> bubble pops up, and I'm like. Go! <laughs> the me and get it. We're running ahead of everyone and we're flying through everything. Cause like we didn't watch the cutscenes. So like everyone's watching cutscenes. We're like, skip. And we're like through everything. And it was one of the it was one of the coolest things that I have ever seen. It was like servers didn't reset. Our our servers respectively didn't have issues. And Shane's on one of the Shane's characters on one of the most popular realms in the game. Um, and, uh-huh. and I'm on one of the least popular, right? And I, I'm going to move my character to a different realm eventually. Um, but I only stayed on that realm because I wanted to try to be realm first level 60, which I was, I missed by a mile. Um, and like, it was, it was cool. Cause our, our servers, we were logged in. If we would have logged out, we would have had a lot of issues to be fair. Uh, the right. auth- authentication server went down. So like people couldn't log in at some point, like, uh, but we were logged in at like two hours in advance, two and a half hours in advance. And it was just, it was a really, really good time. It was a really good time. I'm sorry, man. I'm back on my soapbox, man. And uh, I know this could be naivety, naivety, just playing out here, man. But I really do think that when a developer, when a company, when everyone's working together and they say, and when they say, Hey, we're releasing this game and it's going to be ready to go now two step authentication aside, all that type of stuff. I could see where there would be issues for that. But the game was ready to go yeah. out the box to speak. And that just proves my point. For the most you part. Re- for the for, for us, the, for it worked part. really, really well. Um, right. If you were logged in in advance, like an hour in advance, I would say you were fine. But if you tried to log in at 545 for a 6 o'clock release, you were kind of screwed. I think no, a but, lot of okay. people thought the servers were going to restart. And they just didn't. It was one of the it was it was one of the coolest things I've ever seen. But that doesn't really speak to an issue with the game. That speaks to people loving the game so much that that's an issue, right? right like everyone's right, trying right. to get everyone's trying to get on. I'm 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 actually now I'm just mad at Square Enix. But we're not gonna go there. We're not gonna go there. I'm <laughs> yeah. Listen, if if the Avengers game was you know the baseline that WoW Classic was for World of Warcraft and what it is now then it yeah. would be different right because you could see the future in the game and i don't think avengers you can i think it, it almost seems limited um listen I, i'm not gonna drag you there when marvel's ready to return our phone calls the very listen, heavily i'll be i'll be happy. happy i'll be happy with it i'm just happy that it went off without launching so i talked I, I hit up a few buddies of mine that play wow in california and they mm-hmm. had a very similar experience mm-hmm. and you know, I thought I'm like, well, this guy's like 42 now. He's he can't still be playing this game. And, Dude, you know, it's, I, I, it's huge, man. It's I I, sh- I shoot the text off. And I'm like, hey, man. Uh, so my co-host is getting ready to play Shadowlands. What do you? No, oh, I'm in it. I'm in it. <laughs> <laughs> like, it was a lot of fun, up. man. It was a it was a lot a lot of fun. It really was. I think that uh, you know, so I I, I remember when you guys were playing Wild last year, or, or like Wild Classic, whatever happened where you couldn't get into the server and you were really upset. I just went around. I like to go around and just watch people stream it, uh-huh. just to just to see what the experience is. And I always see the exact same thing. I see comfortability, I see happiness, mm-hmm. and I see familiarity. Like people who have been playing a game for so long, and it's just like, I love this game. 
this yeah. is what I played, dear. And it, yeah. it's good to see that type of stuff in video games. And it's good to see that type of stuff for a gamer like you, man. You're pretty dead on the inside on a lot of subjects, but this is something you actually care about. So I was happy it went off without a hitch. Yeah, there's pretty- some RuneScape <laughs> updates coming out that I'm super excited about too, actually. Uh, they're Wait, adding, <laughs> they're adding a, an, like an achievement system in RuneScape for bossing. And is ne- okay. and they've never had that in the game before. So I'm like, all right. Like, I was trying to get back yeah. into RuneScape again. Uh, I'm in it. Yeah. You think you can get a, you think you get a stream going with AOC? She plays WoW as well, right? We need a, we, have, we need this Zach. I have no idea. She's, Zach, she's re- playing Among Us right now. I don't know. Well, reach out to her, bro. Come on. Throw some of that Zach A game on and, you know. She is a local senator. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't understand why you're not willing to sacrifice for the channel, Zach. Just I don't. Uh, I don't. I don't know if she plays well. I don't know what she plays. I know for. I know she plays um, league. Dude, I, I, I got to be honest with you, man. You were talking about wow. I just looked over and I know that subject four is looming, and I, I don't understand why you put this in here after on a wild night. Because I, I, I was, I was strapped for topics, man. We could not do it. We could go. We could skip it. That's no. I'm, I'm fine with it. This is my wheelhouse. I am a bitter old man. And this I is agree. What I do, I'm a, what? <laughs> <laughs> this is what I do outside of Starbucks. So anyone that's willing to listen to me, I talk about this type of stuff. Yeah. But, so uh, hey, wait, wait. Hold on for a second. Hold on. Before we transition to that, can we get you on the record right now? Will you stream on the channel another game of WoW? Like, not I've put you on on blast. Are, are you going to give us another one? Um, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I did it once. I did, I, I streamed for fourteen hours. Listen, let people watch through that. They're taking weeks. <laughs> I'm sorry. I mean, if I get into a raiding guild and I and I and I do raids, maybe maybe I'll stream raids. But like right now, I'm just running around doing like dailies and like screwing around because I've completed all the week one stuff essentially. Like. When we week two comes out, I'll get I'll, I'll finish that day one too. Like, <laughs> I want you folks to know that this went better than the last time I brought this up to him. He's like, "Well, what are you streaming, Steve? What exactly are you going to be streaming while I'm playing these games?" And I'm like, I'm "Listen, right, I wanted I'm one there. thing as a, I wanted my co-host to come in there and support me, and, and this oh, guy God. this guy got overwhelmed so, by children." <laughs> <laughs> you know what the worst part about that is? So there are two voices in my head in those scenarios. My wife saying, don't you dare come to me telling me you're overwhelmed by these children. And I won't do it. I won't do it. I would rather die on the hill than admit I am overwhelmed oh, because it's man. like it, it insults her experience. Then the other voice is you say, oh, so you're overwhelmed by the kids. <laughs> <laughs> you, you weenie. <laughs> listen, listen, don't ever listen to me. It's not a good idea. Um <laughs> Right, will right, I stream I again? What... Will I stream again? I won't put a no on it. Um, okay. I won't put a no on it. Um, but it won't be like a hey, this is this is my schedule for streaming going forward. Nah, I'm not about that at the moment. Um, but I definitely I definitely won't put a no there. Um, All right. If I'm doing something notable in a game, maybe. Uh, if I have to cancel another show for something, then yes. Right. And that's that that's where that started. It wasn't like I, I was gonna stream it regardless. It was, hey yeah, Steve, yeah. I need to cancel the show on Monday. Um yeah. but I will stream instead. So there's still content, there's still something, and because I feel bad. Um and that's why I did it. Dude, I had to cancel a show because I went out with my wife and had too much fun at the friggin' pumpkin patch. All right. You don't need to feel bad. And I didn't even cancel that. Apparently, she texted you, and she you guys. Did. We, had, we had a little conversation. 
<laughs> you, get, you guys canceled for me. If that ever happens again, without my know-how, I, I will kill everyone involved in the conversation. But, uh, you know, you got to let me. And I expect nothing right. less. Um, so, yeah, Wait, I mean, I'm, not, I'm not opposed to it. Uh, I know you're not opposed to it. Uh, one thing I would like to see happen on this channel at some point, right? So uh, we've already had one. I've speak to one of th two of three of my favorite streamers on a constant basis, you being one of them. Um, we got to get Daft Meat up in here. At some point, man, we get, I, we get time on the show. I don't mind. We got we we gotta get the daft meat in here. And I, I'm gonna tell you why we gotta get the daft meat in here. If we could just get you guys co-streaming on this channel, I think I could just sit back and kept you know just count that. You want to do less? <laughs> I just count that, Sean Puffy Combs money. Listen, <laughs> I, I just <laughs> you just take a deep breath. Yeah, and like, I, I just I was gonna say some stuff, and I just don't want to. I just. <laughs> You know what? Whenever you feel like you're going to say something bad about me, let's say some bad stuff about Trump instead. Moving right along to topic number four. <laughs> so what, what what is this insanity you got here for me, big guy? What, so what's going on here? Report come out of the uh, White House recently within the last week that they have started the transitional process to the Biden White House. Um, oh, boy. Now, that's coming out of the White House. while also Trump is still spewing the fact that he won the election um, on Twitter. So... <laughs> There's something going on there. All of his lawsuits at this point have been thrown out. Um, yeah, another one got dismissed today in Pennsylvania, uh, which is a big yeah. one, right? If that if that was the if if they're like, oh, well, actually, Pennsylvania's on the on the edge, then that's an issue. But it's not. Yeah. So. No. Yeah, that's it. It was a small little topic. They've started the transition behind the scenes, um, which is actually <clears throat> this is probably right on par for when they normally do it, because mm -hmm. um, there's usually some, you know, hearsay, uh, back and forth, but. It's it's a step forward. That's it. That's all that it was. It was not meant to be anything more than that. So here's the thing about this topic, right? Uh, so I don't I don't I don't want to be Buzz Killington, but let's just talk about how serious this transition of power is. And I'm not a I didn't I'm not a Biden guy, right? I don't actually dislike Biden. I actually really really enjoy his career in politics. I don't agree with every policy that he's come up with. I've respect the fact that he stayed in the game this long and he's obviously someone that has some higher competing pleasures and and like higher sense of morality. It's amazing that he's made it this far. And I mean that in all sincerity. Sure. Like I watched this documentary the other day and I'm like, wow. If I ever go through half the stuff that man's been through in my life, I'm not going to be able to stick it out. With that said, right? The whole Trump mass conspiracy voter fraud thing, man. At this point I'm saying the same thing that I always say to conservatives. Show me the proof, right? If you want me to stand on your side of the picket, <laughs> you got to show me the proof. Where is the evidence of mass voter fraud? Now, obviously, there's isolated incidents of there's, voter fraud. There's there. always minor isolated incidents. It, it's a it's within a margin of error, and it's usually within yeah. 20,000 votes nationally or something lower that was the liberal number they released sure they're saying that it's so microscopic bro like it it's wouldn't to the swing point. a district right no that, that's that's the thing right um listen i i don't care I, it was meant to be a transitional topic <laughs> no no it, no, 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 no. I'm, 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 I'm camping out here for a second man I'm, I just, we, we got to put this thing to a rest right you know what happened the last time there was a delay in the transition of power we got a hit right like I, I believe 9-11 is one of those things that, that not the actual act itself, but the piece of intel 
I'll send you this off air. This is not a conspiracy theory thing. Is this the Bush had the intel on 9-11 and didn't do anything with it? Um, yes, 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 yes. But it's it's stuff like that, right? It's There's an actual reason that our government functions the way that it does. In these transitions, you're supposed people are supposed to be debriefed so they understand what they're walking into. Because you have to remember, Correct. he's not receiving the same briefing information as Trump. Who is apparently very just as active as Cheney in these briefing uh, situations? Like I didn't realize. But, hold on. Here's the issue, though. Bush became president that year, but yeah. eight months earlier, the transition yeah. would have been done. It would have been would have been so far past done. But apparently it wasn't. It, it wasn't to the point where this is actually a talking point, right? And I, if I hear one major network talk about it, if it's CNN. I just ignore it. If it's MSNBC, I completely ignore it. If it's Fox, I don't even, I, I turn the channel as quickly as I can. But when every major trade reports on the fact that the last time that this, something like this happened, we had a huge scenario, a huge situation in our country, it's just something to pay attention to. It's also, you have to remember there are lives on the line here as well. True. Benghazi situations happen in these type of moments. Our enemies are, are planning attacks in these type of moments. I'm just going to say something, man, and then we can move right into AMD. If you are a conservative and you are one of the conservatives who's clear thinking, you need to speak to people who are not as clear thinking as you. It is over. It's just it's time. It's time. It's time. It's time. We just put this one down and you accept the loss, dude. The way politics in America works is are. Your candidate is lost, so now you go to the president-elect with your interest, and you work through it, dude. That's it. It's over, dude. Yeah. Stop. Listen, stop. it's over. It's over. Stop texting me half articles about dead babies voting. It's over, dude. It's over, dude. Yeah, I'm man. It, it, it was a device. It was a divisive election. Um, that's why. There, that's why there was uh everyone turned it out. Dead. Turned out to voted to vote um you know that that's what it was zach I, I want you to put one thing on my tombstone which is surely coming next year at some point when i die of a cardiac arrest with a carl's jr burger in my hand just put it's, it's please please lord don't bury me in a, a cemetery or have anyone eulogize me that believe that this was like <laughs> you have my you have my permission to shoot that person on sight, like Steve believed, like no, I don't, I don't, dude. It's like you don't have any evidence. It's so, over. what makes you think that I'm not the person up there doing it? Uh, if if it's you, I've already, I've got contingencies in play for that. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I've actually spoken to seven people to do the same thing. When I die, I figure there are a few people I should take with me for the safety of the rest of the world, since I'm the only thing keeping you from doing anything horrible. So I'm like, just kill this person, that person. Without me here to stop these people, you're all in danger. No, seriously, dude. Dave Rubin, all these people who've attached their horse to this buggy, there's a reason their careers are going down. I don't know if you know who Dave Rubin is, but he's a... Uh, I've heard the name. I don't... He like... used to be on Young Turks, and then he had a very public conversion to conservative uh, thinking patterns. And uh, now he's been ousted by Joe Rogan and every other person that's ever done his show or he's been on their show for this exact same reason, man. You have to learn to let reason win. Bottom line. And you're right, Tom. This is me making a big assumption that American politics work. And at this point, I, I, I don't know what to do with the scenario because it, it's over, dude. Like, 
every case has been thrown out. Pretty much. What more? Pretty much. Fox News. Fox News is turned on the guy. If Fox News is turned on him, I think it's safe for us all to say the election's over, right? No, it is. It is right. It definitely is. Um, at this point, you know, there w- there's been what? How many recounts in Georgia? You know, I think they've it's recounted more, three more. times now. Like, it, it's all pretty confirmed. Um, yeah, it, it's over as it should have been. Um, you know, I, I don't know what else to say about it. You know, like <laughs> <laughs> the clear sign should have been if the stock market didn't take a huge crash. <laughs> Like it went over. Th- it went over thirty thousand. The down went over thirty thousand. And I, I love that Trump was like that was over thirty thousand. And the top reply to the tweet was, after they announced Biden won. <laughs> like that. That's that's a good. That's a good measure. But you know what? Screw you, Trump. Screw you, QAnon. Screw all you folks, man. Uh, I want to talk about something that I think is really, really juicy, man. This has been a year of paper launches, right? If if, if you wanted something nice. You like watching YouTube videos reviewing the nice things that you're going to buy someday. The fact that Bitwit had to do a video where he said, hey, I'm reviewing another thing that you're not going to be able to buy. And I apologize for that. Let you know where we're at. Jay's Two Cents came out and was like, dude, AMD needs to apologize because this was a worse launch than NVIDIA. Um, Everyone knows the famous 3080, 3090 launch with NVIDIA. There was supposedly less than 5,000 units worldwide for sale. Um, Apparently, the the new AMD... uh, cards and, and chips were less than 3000 worldwide. So let that sink in for a second, man. And, and they were they even came out and said, "Hey, we're not going to have any supply issues. They'll be on the shelves, don't worry about it." And they are all gone without any word. I'm so this type of stuff is not a surprise to me considering like how when I grew up and how old I am, like I understand depleted supply chains. But damn, dude, this is, it's pretty bad. <laughs> it's pretty bad. Yeah. You name three people that you know that got a 3080 or a 3070. No. Do you know, do you know anyone that actually got one? Um, Outside of it being in a pre-built machine, no. So I know one person. I've met one real person that got a 3090, and that was because it was getting returned at the school. And he copped it. Right when it was oh getting returned. Why didn't you call me? <laughs> Dude, I, you're not going to believe a word I'm about to say. You were literally about to be called. Right <laughs> you're such a liar, dude. You're a liar. I swear I was calling you. And he's like, I'm buying this. And I'm like, ah, well, you win some, you lose some. <laughs> oh, man. I, no, I don't AMD, know who it was, but I'll fight him. <laughs> no, uh, AMD has a lot to answer for in this scenario right because you know nvidia didn't make any promises they actually alluded to the fact that the supplies were going to be limited and they didn't know not in retrospect when you go back and you look at it they're like "Eh, don't know how well this is going to go but we do know it's better than the last generation of cards i think this was a a hard time to release anything dude anything at all yeah it's it's a manufacturing nightmare right now but if the company doesn't they don't hit the projected sales you know they don't hit the projected you know this and that nvidia just bought arm they spent x amount of billions of dollars buying it gotta make that money they they gotta make that money back in some facet yeah it's a it's a hard time but they'll recoup they'll both recoup you know in in a year's time everyone will be able to have one you know they'll be readily available 
But so it, wait, for, for for the uninitiated, for our fans that aren't as tech savvy as everyone else here, we have to make the distinction. Are we referring to the uh the AMD graphics cards both. or the new line of processors that are coming both, out? Both, I believe. I may have led someone astray yesterday. <laughs> you say I you tell have... someone to wait for the CPUs to come out? Yeah. <laughs> Um, if I imagine, I imagine if they have this much issue with their graphics cards, yeah, if they're gonna have this much issue with their with their processors. It's gonna be sucky, dude. Um, but here's the great news, right? If you weren't able to get your hands on the new AMD graphics card, you might have come up because the reviews are mixed at best, dude. The higher they're end one is about the same as a thirty seventy, from what I've seen, and that's not good. That's not good for anyone that doesn't know tech. It's you, the higher end card should not match up with the card that's being sold as, as the low the as bench. the as the as the as the budget card. Yes, right. and, uh, <laughs> but to Nvidia's uh, Nvidia's credit, obviously they've been doing this longer. They have more of the market share. I believe they have more research and development money thrown at these projects. I don't actually think this is something sustainable for AMD. I'm not buying it. I disagree entirely. What people who are way smarter than me i don't think this is a race that they can win with the gpus i i don't see how they could possibly win it at the rate they're running but a lot of people said the same thing about the ryzen series when it first came out yeah. even though on paper it was a lot better than you know everyone expected here's the problem with everything that's being released in 2020 according to me a lot of it could have been delayed everything except for nvidia could have been delayed Right, there were no other large acquisitions, right? NVIDIA bought ARM, so I could see why they released their 30 series. PlayStation didn't need to release. Xbox didn't re need to release. AMD 100% did not need to release. What do you think was the thinking behind that? They're like, just get it out there and we'll see what happens? Uh, yeah, or? they have the hype behind it already. Um, might as well go ahead with it, you know? Might as well move it forward. And that's that's a decent that's a decent thought generally, um, right. but it just didn't work. It just didn't work. No. If you're gonna have two thousand units worldwide, and you have a, you know a cult following of people that want it and will buy it day one, you can't release it with two thousand. And even in videos no. like the the mass market wants it, you can't release it with five. Whatever it was, right? Whatever the numbers were, you can't do that. Or at least you have to tamp expectations. Like, hey guys, listen, like. You know, we're we're struggling to make these. They'll be out in waves. They'll be out in batches, but there there won't be many for the first year, right? Or for yeah. the first two quarters that it's out. Like you, right. I think you have to either do that and get ahead of the ball, or delay the launch until you have enough stocked where you think you're going to be eligible to put it on shelves. See, the problem is, and that, no, what you just said made one hundred percent made sense yeah the problem is that person in the board meeting is going but we're going to lose revenue to our older generation of cards which will make this generation not sustainable i just don't believe that that's actually a functioning business model now i did not go to school for business uh i know very little about it i understand that two plus two equals six and i'm okay with that um so in this area a lot of hype is usually a really good thing if you have product to sell right right um but at this point you hype and then you 
drop, drop the ball. And then people are going, well, okay, well, why did you do that? Right. And now yeah. you're turning people off from buying the cards because of how bad of an experience they had it had with it originally. Right. There's other players in the market. There's not another PlayStation coming out. Right. Like th- right. there's an Xbox. I get that. But PlayStation people are going to buy PlayStations and Xbox people are going to buy Xbox xboxes right like that's the way that's going to go so when the playstation 5 has sales issues it's because there's so many people trying to get it that they're right. buying the playstations and then next wave more people will buy them but when nvidia is like hey we have 20 percent market share but those people are loyal customers and we cannot lose them to nvidia unless we tell them there'll be enough cards and then release it and there's not and then those people are like fuck it we'll just buy something else you know, whatever's more available. And that's where the issue is. Now, luckily for them, NVIDIA is going through the same thing at the moment. Um, yeah. Now, if a, if the 3080 was available and you went to buy a 6800 XT, which is a stupid name, um, <laughs> and that wasn't available and you could go and buy a 3080, AMD would be struggling right now. But since right. both of them are having their fair issues, I think both sides are like, well, <laughs> you know, it's like the Spider-Man meme where the two Spider-Mans are pointing at each other. Right, because it's what's happening, right? AMD and NVIDIA are right. pointing at each other because they're like, you guys can't get it. And it's like, well, you guys can't get it. And it's like, well, well fuck, neither of us can get it, you know? And they're in a bad spot. But, well, yeah. I think we should all be pointing at China, obviously. All right, so. I don't know where the, the process, the graphics cards are built. I don't know if they're manufactured in China or, or Taiwan or, you know, I where they're to- manufactured, but probably China, probably in a... I want to say that the materials come from China. So the materials I, definitely. I'm not going to deny that. Yeah. Or the silicon might come from California, but whatever. Here's the, so, uh, we're not going to go into a Bloomberg moment. Thank you for stopping me. Dude, the, the fact of the matter is, like, you're right. You're 100% right. Something should have been done. Some type of PSA should have been made where it's just like, hey, we're really excited about this. Nvidia's, next ma- Nvidia's made in Taiwan. Okay. Yeah, I thought I, I thought that they were, but I wasn't 100% sure. No, you, you're listen, you're right in saying that I'm right. And that's the only time I'll ever say that because it is the most. Uh, wait, wait, hold on for a second. Wait, 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 wait slow back. You, you said I was right, but then you insulted me by saying that I'm right for saying that you're right. Which is which one. is correct. because You just said that I was right. Um, <laughs> yeah. No, it, listen, it, here's the here's the here's the deal. PSAs need to be made. PSAs need to be yeah, made. Yeah, but or just like say, listen. You know, this is what we have, right? This is what our manufacturing yeah. process is. You know, we're able to make a thousand cards a week. Seems yeah. like a low number to me, but like that's where we are. Everything's at 10% capacity right now. You know, yeah. this is what our expectations are. This is the amount of cards we expect to hit by X date. And then you actually take the number that it is, scale that down by 20%, and then say that's what it is, right? So then when there's 20% more, everyone's happy. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. But that's that's the case. That's what it should be. Yeah, and change your pre-order system. So the way pre-orders should work. There is no pre-order. Hold on. There is no pre-order for this stuff. You got to remember that. Oh, yeah. It's no pre-orders. There's no pre-order. That's why everything had an issue. There should be a pre-order system. I agree. So the way if there wasn't a pre-order system, I'm going to blow your mind here. Revolutionary. Right. Are you ready? Are you ready to have your mind blown? You should be able, if you're willing to get into this arena, to buy your card, put the money down, and know, knowingly, stepping into the situation, eyes wide open, I don't know when I'm going to get it, but I am on a list. I've received confirmation mm-hmm. that this is my place on this list. I've paid my money, and I'm okay with that as a consumer, that I am guaranteed to get my product 
by this projected date or there sometime nearby. Sure. And I, people would I, be I okay with that. People would 100%. Oh, okay. I pay 500. You're saying that I won't get my car for six months. That's fine. I'll live my life for six months knowing that I'm going to get my card at some point. Right. <laughs> but if I got to deal with scalpers and then canceled orders, which is something that NVIDIA and AMD is dealing with right now, as well sure. as PlayStation and Microsoft, someone actually getting the bag, as the kids say, and then receiving an email saying that, that canceled. That. That's bad business right there, bro. I agree. Listen, I, I agree. And I don't put that on. Um, I don't actually necessarily put that on video for doing that yeah. because they're not the ones selling it. Ultimately, they're the ones supplying it. Right. Uh, and, and we all know who, whoever whoever supplied it denied it. So that's that, that's a thing. But it, it's up to, you know, Amazon um, to say, hey, we have 50. We can't sell 65. Yeah. You know, and that's where I think that they're failing. Oh, absolutely. It's an entire corrupt system. But, you know, you've taught me that there's no point in trying to change anything. Just accept it the way that it is. And you kind of have I'm, to tamp your expectations and wait. That, that's uh, it. Because, the, you know, you got to remember there's there's 50 million other people around the world trying to buy the same thing that you're buying. And if there's yeah. 50 of them, your chances are pretty slim. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying, man. And again, I know we're dealing in the hypotheticals and might as well be writing comic books at this point. But imagine if some revolutionary stood up and said, hey, there was only 500 cards, but I'm still going to take your money. And I guarantee that you're going to get your card. And that's I, I'm on the show saying this, by the way, that they should have yeah. done it in waves. They should have done pre-orders. And by number in line in which you pre-ordered, you should have kind of said, hey, we could do X amount. And, and this time and your date is six weeks from now because that's when we can get a card to you. And I, you know I what, said that weeks ago. No, absolutely. And you know what really upsets me about this? Like to the point that I just spit on my own hand upsets me about this. Those damn Apple M1 chips are not in short supply. I'm talking about everyone that came into the school today left with one to two to three. Yeah. of these things dude and it's 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 apple does this really well apple always does because they have they produce their own stuff right like right. well they they put it together in, in a shop and and sell it and package it right but apple does right. apple does most of their stuff in-house other than outsourcing parts right they outsource all their parts right. um aces is a lot of the manufacturing um but nvidia nvidia is relying on someone else they're like hey this is our board you know Go make it and send it to us and we'll ship it out to everybody else, right? And they're relying on someone right. else where Apple yeah. is generally in-house most of their their uh, final, like, their final mile manufacturing. Yeah. I mean, obviously, they get some of their uh, silicons and uh, some of their materials from China. And I, of course. I don't know how true true this rumor is. India, apparently, too. I don't know if that's true at all. Actually, I shouldn't have said uh, I it I think out it loud. is. It is. From, but uh, from what I understand there's, there's something to say about a company that has that much directional control over their product where they're like, what supply chains, what what lack of resources like this is we said it's going to be out on this day and it's coming out on this day. And not only are we going to have enough, but we're going to have an absorbent amount to sell. I think this was a weak, weak. You know, I try not to be the pessimistic one on the show, but I think this was a weak paper release for this and i i think in their board meeting and the projection they knew this and they made the decision yeah. to go ahead forward so I, I don't feel bad if they lose a market share i don't i don't feel bad if people just stop 
buying new cards and they start scouring eBay for older cards and they start doing something that Zach honestly uh, suggested on the show a while ago. Look at your current build and ask yourself, do you need this card? Go find something comparable, man. <laughs> the issue is there's that. nothing comparable. To the 3080, to the 390, right? Nothing. There's there's not. You can buy a 2080 but you, Ti, but it's gonna cost you two grand, and no one wants yeah, but that. Do you need do you need it? Do you need it? So now we gotta start asking ourselves hard questions. Like I want a 3070, but I don't need it, right? Yeah, like the games the games I play work just fine, and that I have to deal with that reality every day when I want to buy something. Do you actually need this? Now, if you're buying it because you want it, and I get that, but then that means the want isn't a need, and you can make it. And how another and how much months. of a necessity is it, right? I'm on a exactly. I'm on a four year old 1080, and I'm not, you know, I'm not scratching to get out of it. Have I tried? Yes. Will I continue to try to get a 3080? Sure, right. But my 1080 is doing, or yeah, 1080 is doing just fine. Yeah, yeah. You know, in fact, instead of doing all that, folks, uh, gamingwithadad at gmail.com, we'll be opening a Patreon page. You can invest in something and then actually see a return on your investment. Don't say that. I'm not doing any more work, dude. I can't. I can't. <laughs> the more money you send us, the better we look. And you can actually revel in that. Just imagine a clean shaved Zach with a $200 haircut. How happy would oh that make you feel? Not at all, dude. That would just be a waste. Why a two hundred dollar haircut seems seems excessive? <laughs> Did I ever tell you about the time I accidentally tipped my barber a hundred dollars and then didn't realize it until a week later when I was like, "Where's that hundo I was looking for?" And I realized I gave him a hundred. And then the next time I went back to see him, he's like, "Man, thanks so much for that tip, man. That was a great birthday gift." And I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, bro. Uh, <laughs> so this one's free, right? <laughs> like, you're not getting tipped for the next fifteen haircuts, buddy." <laughs> no, I seriously when he said that to me I was like I could cut this motherfucker's throat with his <laughs> right but that was an old Steve I'm off the violence folks I've been drinking a lot of uh, green tea Ooh. eating gluten free uh, snacks and I, 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 I I've never felt better <laughs> I let a man cut me off today and I just said God bless you and let him keep going no you I, said bless your heart bless your filthy filthy that's the that's the that's the southern way of saying go fuck yourself <laughs> actually you know what my buddy jake is gonna laugh at that yeah, because that is the southern it is, way it is absolutely <laughs> zach uh what else you got going man you got anything else any hidden uh oh wait tomorrow's fights i was like wait weren't there fights on tonight no and i just realized it's friday T tomorrow that's tomorrow the main event got canceled um but that's that's all. Shouldn't have been a, shouldn't have been a main event. By the way, shouldn't have been, should not have been. I a main like event. it, but I mean, know. I like it as a fan. But uh, if you were his manager, you would have told him not to take this fight. One hundred percent business. Lewis or Blades? Both of them. Really? I would tell Blade if I was Blades' manager. I'm like, this is an idiotic move. I you. Could I don't think it is for fight. Curtis Blades. I think Curtis Blades wins that fight pretty hands down. Uh, Lewis, yeah, Lewis yeah. you know, unless Lewis is, has, you know, he's been improving every fight. Right? We we could agree to that. Derek Lewis is, is actually legitimately in his last four or five fights has improved every single fight. Um, Cardio, physique, is he striking? Yeah, he's dropping weight. Um, is he going to be able to get Curtis Blades off of no, him? No, no absolutely no, not. No. But that's not the problem. The problem is Curtis Blades paper, getting him to the ground. 
is the issue on paper. No, no, that's I, I don't even think that's going to be as hard as we think it is. On paper, Curtis Blade wins this fight nine out of ten times. Statistically, he wins the fight. But unfortunately, when you're fighting someone like Big Country, Derek Lewis, Francis Ngannou, Francis Ngannou, when you're fighting power hitters yeah. that can that in the heavyweight division, Derek Lewis can put you out with a jab. And I mean that seriously. Yeah. Like yeah, he, no, he can. He, he has a lot of power. He can put you out with a jab, and I think it's a dangerous fight for a guy who's right there. Now, I think the problem also becomes that you got Dana White chirping in your ear. You got Sean Shelby and these guys pressuring you. Like, you don't know when the next opportunity is going to come along. But this isn't a real opportunity, dude. Like, this is when guys start asking for more money. It's like, yo, you're going to have to pay me a little bit more on the show purse on this one. Because I have everything to lose. And Derek Lewis... That obscene fat mf'er has nothing to lose in this scenario. No, this is- I think Derek Lewis has just as much to lose. They're in a very similar position, right? They're both two fights away from a, from a title shot again, right? You think so, Derek After, Lewis? He he fought for a title very recently. No, two fights away from another title. That's shot. what I'm saying. Yeah, he if you fought for a title within the last three fights, you're always two fights away from from another title shot, right? Let, let's let's give be me fair. the two. Give me the two fights. Derek Lewis, not Curtis, because oh. Curtis has already earned his. No, 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 no. Before you go to the stats, the, who are the two fights that Derek Lewis would have to fight to get his title? He'd shot? have to beat Curtis Blades, and he'd have to he'd have to convincingly beat. I, I don't even know. I, I don't know who else who else at heavyweights ahead of him. Um, Uvarim? No, I don't think uh, he's not ranked. He's not ranked above him. Oh there's, really? There's no oh, way. Man. I think I think uh, Overeem is ranked ten, and I think Lewis is ranked, you know, not that. <laughs> I think I think Lewis is is ranked uh, like. No, man, no, Alistair Overeem is ranked. No, wait, Stipe, Francis, Curtis, Blades, Rosenstrike, maybe Derek Lewis is seven. Overeem is five. If he beats Blades and Rosenstrike convincingly, I say he's he's in the he's in the realm after the. After Stipe Francis, Derek Lewis could be up next. Uh, you know what? MMA math is a tricky thing, right? Technically, you are one hundred percent right. But at some point, Sean Shelby has to sit down with Dana, and they're gonna go, "Is this the guy we really want to put up against Stipe? Because Stipe beats Derek Lewis everywhere except for that. They power put him punch. up against DC. You know, you know, let's be fair. I think he stepped in on, yeah. on, a, on a late notice or something. But you know, no DC. DC 100% campaigned for that fight. He won't admit to it, but I don't think he... I, I, I went into that fight really hoping that Derek Lewis showed us something different, and he gave us a lot of different looks. I didn't know Derek... I'm not trying to be a dick right now. I didn't know Derek Lewis could throw a high kick the way he threw it He can. DC. He can. Absolutely. He, he throws beautiful kicks. Beautiful kicks. I think that... Um, wow. What I would like to see from Derek Lewis is to maybe take a few more tune-up fights and keep getting his his physique in a place. I agree. Where I agree. I, I, you know, I would have liked to have seen him tomorrow. Obviously, I like watching Derek Lewis. It's fun. Um, He's funny. He lost to DC. He lost to JDS, and then beat Ivanov, who's not an easy yeah. fight. Who beat uh, Latifi, which I think was an easy fight for him, um, and then he beat. Alex Alexi Olinek, who isn't who isn't an easy fight for anybody. No, he's for not anyone. he's not taking easy fights, right? Like no, no, no. And I think, like I said, I think him and Curtis Blades are in the same scenario. They're two fights away, and happens to be one of them is each other. Um, they're two fights away from 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 a title shot. Curtis Blades, I think, is is you could argue if he beats Lewis, he's there. He's 
No, Curtis Blade is there, dude. If you're his manager, I just think I think Curtis Blade. He's not the person you want to put up against Stipe either. I think uh, I think his striking is worse and his wrestling is worse than Stipe. Stipe's just a he's a better Curtis Blades. Well, Stipe's a more intelligent fighter. Striking's a lot better. His movements a lot better. He's a lot leaner. Mm-hmm. I think he's going to be able to negate Curtis's wrestling that he relies on heavily, and it's going to make it look real amateurish. You know what's going to be really interesting, but is a. Uh, if they actually are trying to pull Anthony Rumble Johnson into the heavyweight division, like if this is a thing that's actively happening, mm-hmm. it changes the landscape almost entirely. Even if Anthony Rumble Johnson ultimately gets smoked in this first fight, we're talking about Anthony Rumble Johnson. This isn't the man who hasn't stepped into the heavyweight before. Right. He's fought at heavyweight. Sure. He's fought at heavyweight before. And he's shown us that he has a gas tank that he can go through. And he's got power that he puts on heavyweights. We even, but we haven't seen him in a long time. Let's be fair; we haven't seen him in a long time. And he went—he went through a huge bodybuilding phase, right? So, what effect did that huge weed smoking phase too? But what effect did that have on his body, right? Let's be fair: the bodybuilding specifically, the the weed stuff, whatever, right? I I think everybody in the UFC is is in a huge weed phase at the moment. Um, Uh, I would be willing to bet that I'm probably pretty right on that. Yeah, they're all. They're all high. It's all the time. I agree. Um, but what effect do the bodybuilding have on it? Because that that's that's stressful and strenuous. And yeah, then yeah, he had yeah. to cut all of that back, right, to be yeah. able to make weight. Like, I'm so curious. here's the thing, man. As a fan, I'm gonna pitch something to you right now, man. We can close the show on this one, but I really want you to think okay. about it for Monday's show. The fight you make at heavyweight, if Rumble Johnson is coming back, and it is 100% pay-per-view billable, is Jones versus Rumble Johnson at heavyweight. You're right. You're absolutely that, right. And and um, But that, that, in my opinion, is only the case if Stipe wins against Francis and retires. And yeah, that'll be for the new belt. 100%. 100%. Uh, yeah. But Stipe would have to beat Francis and Gano half to death, right? Because they have this weird thing. Does they have this weird uh, double? He's already beat him once. He's already beat him once, and there is Francis is not dominated him. And Francis is not improved in in a way that I think will make the second fight. If there is a second fight, there it hasn't been confirmed and it hasn't been signed. Right? Let's be fair. Um, Right. 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 I don't see an improvement enough in Francis to see a different outcome. No, if you're just looking at the Cain Velasquez fight and you're looking... No, there isn't. No one can deny. There's no tangible proof. Correct. Here's the thing, though, right? I feel that the UFC, and I think I can make a strong case if you're willing to go down this journey with me. I feel like the UFC has a bias when it comes to lighter weight, uh, lighter divisions versus the heavyweight division. They will almost instantly run back. If I'm just looking at the records of a lot of their heavyweight champs and they've lost in instantaneous rematches... They will almost instantly run something back if they have the opportunity to. I feel as if they'll man. I think they uh, do that Steve with a lot of divisions, though, don't they? We just uh, we recently saw it with Max Holloway. Uh, they immediately ran we, that back. Um, we we saw it with the Figueroa Figueroa versus uh, Benavidez, where guy missed weight and then they he got Benavidez got smoked and then they immediately ran have, it back. You have you have to run that one back because you have a vacated uh, belt and yeah. then the guy basically. But the guy missed weight. Himself. The guy missed weight, right? In my yeah, opinion, he screwed himself over. He you you miss weight, here. you win. Okay, you can't be okay. a title holder. Benavides fights the next guy in line. That Figueroa has to fight that the next makes, guy. That, 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 makes, that makes more sense. 
I think I think it's I think for champions there there's a there's a bias there. I don't necessarily know if I agree with you if it's just heavyweight. No, I, they do seem so more likely I, to run things back at heavyweight because it's a shallow division. You know, yes, with, with lightweight, there's 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 30 people there who are fairly competitive at the top of lightweight or featherweight or flyweight, whatever. But that's but that's my point. That's my point. It's no one's fault that the heavyweight division is as shallow. This used to be their premier division. Do you know why it became this shallow? Because they don't actively recruit. And I'm not talking about the freaking contender series. You need to hire someone to go to out, get out and there. spot and yeah. <laughs> and get out there and act. and I'm not saying that they don't do this. I'm sure Dana White would probably scream right in my face. He's like, you know how much money I sink into the heavyweight division every year. But the fact of the matter is, what are they going to do after Stipe loses? Because if they're begging on Stipe beating Francis to create the narrative, Stipe versus John Jones, you think you think Francis is just going to roll over? And let that happen? Absolutely you think not. I, I don't think that that narrative is, is is good for the UFC. Because you're you're now saying to Stipe, hey, listen, we don't believe in you. You're our most yeah. decorated heavyweight uh, belt holder ever. Yeah. right? You've defended it more times than ever. You just beat the guy who could, who is considered one of the top two best of all time uh, yeah. in, in Daniel Cormier. You beat him twice. You beat him, you know, very convincingly twice in a row. Uh, in three fights, uh, could be considered a fluke for the first fight. I know you hate saying that, but in my opinion, still could be considered a fluke. Um, I got you. <laughs> you know, like, but we don't believe in you, right? And, and Stipe, to me, is is way more marketable than Francis, right? 100%. 100%. They just don't market him right. That's the they, problem. And we could be, beat a dead horse with this, but they don't market anybody correctly. And yeah, but there's a there's a fear with the way that with with Stipe, and I don't think that they know. Listen, I'm just gonna be the black guy that says it, right? I love my people. You can call me Uncle Tom if you want to, but I know who I am as a person. I think that they're scared to market a white guy like Stipe, and they don't realize what they have. He's not some crazy Colby Covington psychopath. Like this is a decent man. He's a, he's a wholesome guy, you know. Like yeah. his interviewers like, "Oh, hey, who, what do you want to do next? I, I want to go home to my kids, you know, or, or, exactly. or to, to my child and my <laughs> wife. I, I want to go back to working as a paid fireman in 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 Cleveland or wherever he's from. Like I want to give back to my community. I want to give I, back yeah. to my community. Like this is a guy that's so like I didn't take marketing. I I've, I would not never be interested in it, but this is a marketing 101 class. It's an easy win. It's so easy. It's so, so easy. But then they market him like a week before his fight, and that's it. And and that's my issue with the UFC. So the same thing can be said. The same thing is true of a of a Francis. Like their marketing on Francis was more just a predator. There's a whole great story behind how that guy became a, a MMA fighter. But you want to market him as this monster, but it's just that's not even who he is as a person. Like we're, we're talking about a man who doesn't even want to hurt people when he Francis, comes into the octagon. Francis yeah. doesn't, right? He, he wants to, you know, his <laughs> goal is to, his goal is to open up, you know, camps in Africa so you know they can give, yeah. they give kids opportunities, which again is great. But his nickname is the Predator, yeah. you know, <laughs> yeah. but not like the bad kind, like the fucking yeah, yeah. Uh, the the movie kind. Yeah, not the kind you you know you don't invite over for Thanksgiving. You know? Well, you probably wouldn't invite that predator over either. That might be a bad idea. I would probably have to skin predator over for Thanksgiving just to hear his side of the story. You know, like yeah, what Alien is- was a bad guy. I agree. <laughs> <laughs>
Let's get the let's get the fuck out of here, man. <laughs> talking nonsense. <laughs> Zach, you want to tell the people where they can find us? Everywhere. And now, if you go to our page, literally, you can clink, clink, click. You can clink things. all you want, my friends. Um, <laughs> we're yeah. having some talking issues tonight. You can click on the links <laughs> it's, to it's, find us. We're, we're rusty. It's been a week. <laughs> uh, Anchor, IG, Facebook. Spotify. Listen, any of your favorite podcasting applications, any of your we're favorite there. social media applications, we're there. We're there. <laughs> and your favorite communication, Discord. We're there. Join it down below yeah. in the uh, in the description. Yeah. That's it. Have a good night. You guys are having a barbecue at your family's house? Invite us. <laughs> Invite us. Just get get us in there. Get 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 us in there. Send us send us food. We'll review it on on the show. That's it. I think 